Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right. Anything else? I think this is uh, I think we're good to go here on all on all this stuff. Amazon Games. I didn't even know it was a thing. I can't wait to talk about this. Yeah. Okay. Let's try to fix my screen so I can multitask, and I'm good. I'm I'm good. I've been good. Yeah. Good. Good, man. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Uh, yeah. Three. Two. One. Two, two. Checky. Check, check, one. Check, check, check checker. One, two, two, one. Chickity check. Microphone check, one. Check a he, check a who, check a ha. Alright, that's all going in there. Here we go. I figured it was. One, zero, 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 one, 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 zero, zero, one. No, you're going to break the internet. (laughs) Do that. Do that. Gentlemen, boys and girls, gaming degenerates of all ages, welcome back to another edition of A Winner Is You, brought to you by thechairshot.com. Always use your head. That's episode eight, boys. We're just rolling along. Sean, still out on assignment this week. He's got some uh, He's got some big projects he's working on, so, you know, we're one man short, but we still got Drew and Adam. Yeah, Adam, you can, Drew, uh, back again. You can- I'm here. You're not. I'm, uh, I'm not off on the, the road. road. <laughs> uh, you're gonna hear less noise. Notice I didn't say no noise in the background. You'll hear less noise in the background. Um, <laughs> so you got that. We got that going for us this week. It's good. How was the trip? Everybody's safe. Everybody's safe. Survived um, the cabin in the uh, woods. We survived the cabin in the woods. Everybody played by the rules. We were very socially distant. Um, you know, it's it's tough to run into people when you're three miles into the woods. So it was it was nice. It was good to get out of the out of the house. I uh I highly recommend it to anybody who 
has felt like they couldn't leave, has kind of felt, uh, you know, almost maybe locked into your house with everything that's going on. Find a way to, to at least change location. Get, get out of your house, go do something, go to a park, stay, you know, stay away from people, obviously, but find a way to get out of the house for even an hour or two. I, I guarantee it'll help you. I feel much better now. It's good to know. It's good. I'm going to try and take you up on that maybe this weekend. I don't know. I got nowhere to go. I don't know what to do. Adam, are you, uh, are you leaving your house? You look like you've been sitting, stewing, staring at a empty wall for hours on end, (laughs) not knowing what to do with yourself so badly that you took the razor to your head and shaved the beard off. You just, yeah. You know, as I found it, uh, beard maintenance is no joke. Um, Respect (laughs) to those people. Um, They are heroes uh, for the work they do on those beards. Uh, I found it is actually easier to shave one day, and now I can be very lazy. Because if (laughs) when your beard gets that long, if you do not wash it each day, that alone, it's itchy, gross, disgusting. Like, it is a lot of work. And not leaving the house, I don't want to put all that time and effort into anything like i'm home i'm not leaving what am i doing uh so yeah now it just promotes my even more laziness which i was already rolling out of bed and starting work uh now it's worse i just roll out of bed later and start work (laughs) (laughs) yeah i you know when i had the beard there for a couple months you know i'm pretty sure i used more product in my beard in those couple months than i had had in my for my hair my entire life you are correct. Yeah. Yeah, when my hair was out of control very long too, I it was like I had to have a system down and like quick showers, like a couple minute showers turned into like half an hour because of all the beard washes and then turning that into then you get out of the shower, it's like gotta do oil. Now I gotta do balm. I gotta do my hair. And I'm like, oh my god, this is like an hour and a half process. Now it's like five minutes in and out. I'm ready to go. <laughs> You guys went down though. Like you, you shaved. Like I, I would say, Dan, you're five o'clock stubble. Adam, maybe you have a little bit extra, but you guys went down pretty far. You know, yeah. you don't have to cut it all the way down to avoid all that mess, right? Like no, I, I'm telling you, on Sunday, <laughs> I did it on Sunday, and I was sitting there, and I was like, I got like my clipper set out. I got all the attachments. I, I got like my, uh, I use newspaper to get ready so it cleans up all the hair, and I'm like. What is going to be harder? Me figuring out the exact trim length I want and making sure I do correctly around the beard to clean it up or take it all off. And I was like, ah, I'll just take it off. I don't have time for this. Yeah, it's all or nothing. It's an all start, or nothing move. It. Well, yeah, once you start, that's it. Can't put it back. Uh, I don't know. So... I, I don't know. I haven't seen my chin in 10 years at least. So... <laughs> I think it'd be, it'd be a little bit more uh, troublesome for me. I wouldn't know what I wouldn't know who I was looking at. I'm getting used to it again. Uh, I'm t- like I don't know if you guys seen the memes where it's like I finally shaved and then it's like a little baby because it's supposed to be the baby face when you shave your face. I looked at myself and I was like, "What happened to my chin? Did it like shrink into my head?" And I was like, "This was a mistake. <laughs> I regret this. <laughs> Put it back. Give me the glue, tape, anything." Yeah, I. Uh, my wife's excited. She was like, "Oh my God, it's you again! What happened? Who is that other guy?" Uh, and you know, be able to uh, get a kiss that isn't full of 
mustache and beard hair, so I'm sure she's excited. That's some people like that kind of thing. I don't know. Ugh. Ugh. That's the worst. That was, you know what? That was the final straw. When I'm sitting there trying to eat dinner and the shit just keeps getting in my mouth, even though I just trimmed my mustache, I was like, I can't. I can't keep doing this. That's when I was done. When I started eating my own hair for dinner, that was it. I'm like, nope. I'm good. (laughs) We can take care of this now. Yeah. I think so. All three of us kind of started growing at, uh, at when we went home from Corona, right? So. Yeah. Uh, you guys, you know, Dan, uh, Dan, you lasted pretty long. Adam, obviously, you lasted the longest. I was by far the shortest. I think I lasted, I don't know, a month. Um, but for me, it was when I'd be laying, I would all of a sudden, like, the beard would, like, fold up. And I yeah. feel like I'd be laying on a pillow of beard. And it was like, this is this is no good. <laughs> yeah, I, I would do that. I would it's take comfy. it from, because, like, you can see my neck again. I couldn't see my neck for the past, like, month and a half, two months. So I would take it and I would fold it and I could go over my nose. Yeah. And then good. I was like, this is getting a little out of hand. I looked down, all I see is beard. Like I was like, holy shit, this is insane. <laughs> Couldn't do it anymore though. Too much work. Yeah. Speaking of work, we got some work to do here. How about that transition? Oh, seamless. Oh, so good. That's why I'm the scientist. So let's talk <laughs> about what's on our list to talk about today. Oh, that was great. Before I came on, I was just watching uh, Wheel of Fortune, and it was one of the worst goddamn episodes I've ever seen in my life. One was, lady... Pajak, uh, was Pat Sajak ornery, like usual? No, I think he really wanted to rip into this lady, though, because she... Oh, really? Yeah, well, one of the lady, two before her, picked an E, and it got to her turn, and she... Or picked an A, it got to her turn, and she picked an A. And he was like, what the <laughs> fuck, dude, like... And then the next, then like two rounds after that, it was her turn to go first. She picked a letter and then tried to buy the E, and the E wasn't there. It was no E, so it came right back around to her again, and she tried to buy the E again. I love it. <laughs> and he was I like, he was it. like, you got to look at that board. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. Uh, <laughs> As in, hey, you fucking idiot, pay attention. <laughs> it's all right there. It says the letters that's already gone. Just don't pick that, that one. I, I tell you, he can be so passive aggressive. It seems like on that show, like it's just so nuts. It's like this is a guy who's been doing this for what thirty years. Oh God, at and least. He's just like, come on, people. He's done. Like, he's done. If you're on the show, you've you obviously watched doing. it. You've obviously watched it enough that you know better. Like, I was going to ask you if it was like not necessarily like brand new, but if it was like newer, like more recent. It was yeah. definitely definitely one of the newer ones because um, they were you know it had all the the toss up rounds and uh, mm. you know the fancy stuff and all the everything on the wheel and all that so it was definitely a newer newer one yeah it was it was brutal I was just like I couldn't take it couldn't take it this is uh this is two episodes in a row we got game show talk going that's right Dang. I missed it last uh last episode gotta talk game shows that's gotta go on yeah, here. That was my life growing up right there. Yeah. Game show network. Ooh, we'll do a game show. We'll do a game show talk. One of these two. That's going to have to be on the list. Yeah. Yeah. You missed the, you missed the, uh, press Randy's. your luck. Yeah. Press your luck. Press your luck. And, uh, Richard Dawson, Richard Dawson, <laughs> Richard Dawson, kissing everybody. <laughs> uh. Kissing everybody out here. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> well, he was drunk. He didn't know what he was doing. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, no, he knew what he was doing, but anyway, he knew what he was doing. <laughs> Did you look like a woman? You're getting kissed. That's, that was his Close mindset. Enough. Not not correct at all, but 70s yeah. were a crazy time. 
Well, it's, it's better than it's better 60. than Harvey. Man. Oh, Harvey's great. If uh if you haven't seen it, it just happened recently. Go look up Family Feud F- Family Feud. Family Feud. Bruce Smith. <laughs> and watch that unbelievable soundbite that Bruce Smith did on the NFL Legends versus Hall of Famers or whatever it was. <laughs> it's absolutely fantastic. So while I'm talking about what's on the episodes, look that up. Go ahead, look that up. I'm going to talk the episodes here. Or the episode, what we're going to talk about. And then we'll play some music, and we'll come back, and we'll talk Family Feud for a minute. So here we go. First up on the dock, it's apparently going to be Family Feud and Bruce Smith. And then we're going to talk a little Twitch, and their sale to Amazon Prime, and now it's going to be Prime Gaming. Uh, we're going to hit a little bit of VR, as it looks like the month of July had some big sales um, for VR. A new Netflix docu-series coming out starting next week. We're going to talk a little bit about what we're going to do for it. Halo Infinite is delayed for the release of the Xbox Series X. And finally, we're going to talk a little bit of the state of movies. We're going to get a little bit away from gaming and talk a little bit of New Mutants and what's going on in the world of cinema. So, as they continue to watch this uh, wonderful video, we're going to go into our topics. Everybody get it? <laughs> Adam just got it. <laughs> he said, what? <laughs> what the did you just say? What, what, what the hell did you just say? <laughs> How? Oh, man. How do you go oh, from okay. hammer oh, to penis? Well, 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 hold on. Before you get to what he said. Well, this is, this little, is recent, too. <laughs> but the question was, name a tool that a pirate might change out his hook for. And the person before him said hammer. And, and perfectly reasonable. Yes, and that was yeah. the number one answer. Number one, yeah, number one answer. And then uh, and <laughs> Bruce Smith comes on, and he says hammer. Totally yeah. reasonable answer. And he said, nope, try again. What does he say, Adam? He's just like, he, he's like slow, and he's like, penis. Anyone for <laughs> penis? <laughs> And then, and then the way how he just keeps going, and then he just stops. Oh yeah, like it just took a second to trigger. Like he, you know, obviously he's in his like I guess got to read it and get through the questions so he can answer. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he just starts reading the next question, and it just hit him. What the fuck did he just say? <laughs> oh man! Anyone for oh. penis? <laughs> the problem is, is normally with. Especially with the Harvey family feud, it's like they'll they'll throw the craziest stuff out there, and then he'll just overreact to any answer. Like, especially if it has anything to do with you know penis or anything like that. Like the the question will be, name a male sex organ, and the contestant will go, uh, penis. And Harvey will be, like, oh my god, oh my god, I can't believe you can't say that on television. You can't say that on TV. I can't believe you went there. And it's like, dude, like, what did you expect? <laughs> 
but then when it comes out of nowhere, <laughs> yeah, that was good. Like what? What? <laughs> that was not what I was expecting for an answer. <laughs> Oh, I, don't I can't know. believe I missed that. Uh, well, there's some Captain Hook penis out there somewhere <laughs> sailing the seas <laughs> with his flag hanging. <laughs> He's at half mast today. <laughs> oh god. Oh wow. That was great. Well, yeah, that was we, we talked all about that. <laughs> some other shows, including the DWI <laughs> podcast. Cause it was fantastic. Ah, so there you go. There's there's game show talk, brought to you by Winners You Game Shows. <laughs> Catch them all on the Game Show Network and on your local TV stations, and YouTube, and yeah, and YouTube. If you missed any, just YouTube. There's some good shit out there. <sighs> all right, so Twitch now part of Amazon Prime, and will now be Prime Gaming. Uh, I don't know. We don't really have a lot of Twitch users necessarily here with you guys, but you know, this is. Uh, I don't know if is this is this a big thing. Is this going to make a big deal now that Amazon bought up Twitch and it seems like they want to start up a whole kind of gaming platform? They're they're looking to do Prime Gaming as well and and add in, uh, or sorry, Amazon Games as well and try and do more, bring more games to their platform as well. So I think this has been. I think this has been coming for a while because I'm not sure if Amazon either actually ended up buying Twitch a while ago or if that's a new thing, but this has definitely been coming because for the last, I'll say two years or so, uh, when you renewed your Amazon prime account, they started to say like, Hey, by the way, if you you know go to this website, you can connect your Twitch account to your Amazon prime account and you can actually get a free sub every week or sorry, every month. Oh. So, this has definitely been broadcast, you know, and I'm not on Twitch enough to really understand exactly what, you know, following versus subbing versus whatever uh, does for these channels. Oh, um, I thought you were talking about a sandwich. Yeah, thought... yeah free Subway. That's sandwich. a submarine sandwich. Oh, a hoagie? Oh, sorry. Uh, grinder? A hoagie. <laughs> a hero? No, uh, subscribe. <laughs> subscribe. <laughs> Oh, it's off the rails. Did you really think I was talking about a sub sandwich? I did. (laughs) I get a free sub. Sweet. From where? Yeah, from where? I'll do that. I signed up. They send you a sub in the mail. (laughs) Give me a coupon. I'll go. (laughs) No. Free subscribe. Ah. Damn it. I got to learn my my acronyms and my... uh... That's, uh, That's up there with thought. Yeah. Okay, thought, boomer. It's, it's thought. Okay. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> I I know the difference because uh, I have Save never sub- I've never subscribed to anyone on Twitch. I've only followed. Um, I could have them flip, but one is a free. I want to know when this person's streaming. I watch their content. Um, a subscriber. Pays. So you pay monthly to support that person's content uh, and then, you know, live streaming what they're doing, mostly video games. There are people that live stream not video games. Um, there's a guy that does wood carving. And he's got like a million plus followers. It's insane. But anyway, um, you'll have to look that up. 
I can't remember his name. Uh, Rod Swanson? No, no, this guy, he's like, without really knowing, he looks like a big Samoan dude, doesn't want any money, he just loves carving, doing wood carving, and then people just keep throwing money at him, uh, and he's just a humble dude. But, oh, I, I saw that guy. Wasn't he the one? He was I, on Reddit. Was he was on Reddit, on Reddit a while ago. Yeah. And I think he was the one guy who was like, comparing the different twitch streamers and one of like it was one was this i don't know you know uh, teenage girl or something and she was like you gotta have five bucks you can't be sitting here watching me and not have five bucks to send me you know for this uh subscriber you know Mm -hmm. must must cost five bucks a month so like she was like you can't you can't be here and tell me you don't have five dollars and like she was guilting people into subscribing and then this guy that you're talking about was like oh did somebody somebody subscribed how do how do I give them their money back? Like, you know, he's just really, like, yeah. really humble and really like, you shouldn't, you should don't spend your money on me. Like, spend it on something. You know, I'm just sitting here doing this. So that's really cool. Well, yeah. uh, we'll have to try to figure out who that guy is so we can at least uh, give him get some his love. name correct. Yeah. But that's exactly what it was. Was pointing out the difference between Twitch people and that. See, I enjoyed a handful of people on Twitch. Uh, for example, it was like C Nanners and Gassy Mexican and. Uh, I don't think you guys are familiar with them, but they had really funny YouTube videos and I was like, oh, I'll watch them. They play. I'll see it live, you know, and then uh, it kind of fell off because of that other version of a Twitch streamer, uh, essentially the, the teenage girl of that video where it's like, how can you watch my content? And if you you keep you're telling me you don't have five dollars, subscribe and give me five dollars. And it's like, uh, that's not the point. I, why would I want to watch that? Like, so... I'll watch you for your content. So real time, his name is Brox H B R O X H uh, underscore. It looks like Brox H underscore. So if anybody's listening and want to reach out and watch a guy that seems pretty humble and seems to just like to be twitching and doing what he loves, that's somebody yeah. to go check out. Awesome. Yeah, it, twitching. So I don't know if that's the verb. <laughs> Not anymore. They're taking the name away. He's priming. Uh, yeah, now he's priming. Uh, but yeah, that's the difference. So like a follower, it's just, you get notified when they're on, so you can go watch what they're doing. You have to watch ads, uh, when the person making the content wants to run ads. Um, that's how they get paid as well through Twitch, essentially. Well, formerly known as Twitch, um, subscribe, you don't get that stuff. So if you, if you get subscriptions because of being a prime member, I see that being pretty awesome because you don't just pay that. You can donate throughout a stream and just give them money here and there versus a monthly subscription. Um, but usually the the ones I've seen, they get pretty cool stuff, uh, whatever that is for subscribing and giving them money to, you know, help them with their business because they want to just play video games for a living. Um, so yeah, this is like, interesting. It's like emotes and stuff like that, like special privileges on chat and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Where, it's pretty interesting. I want to know where Sarah McLaughlin is to uh, play some you know, arms of an angel, some soft, sad music for, for 13 cents a day, you could support these prime Twitch players and, <laughs> you know, help them play, help them play the games they want to play. That's what we, we, that's what we need. We need a commercial specifically for, well, prime gaming, I guess now to support hey, uh, these you're people. Watching, you're watching the big game on Sunday night football. And then here kicks her music. Go support yeah. all these animals. You want to get real sad for a second? Yeah. There you go. They show pictures of the, the, the people instead of the yeah, instead of the dogs that look sad. They're gonna look sad holding the their people, controller, yeah. and they have no game to play. 
for just 13 cents a day. They'll send you they'll send you a photograph in the mail <laughs> and a list of all the games they were able to buy because of you. Help oh, help support man. these poor Switch streamers. Uh, you know, they need to, or Twitch streamers. They need they need to spend $3,000 to buy their gaming PC. Uh, <laughs> no, I just yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> They're just, yeah, just forty-five dollars away from their goal from that uh, yeah. that Intel Core i7 processor that they've been holding on to <laughs> has been sitting in their cart at Best Buy. <laughs> i7. Oh, I don't know. Man. I nine. Whatever. I Whatever. <laughs> these are these are these are what they need. This is it. You're you're so twenty nineteen. Oh my god. Okay, boomer. <laughs> Every time. I love it. I Every just time. love the way he says it. It's, it's why it's so good. Boomer. boomer. Adam okay, Driver. Okay, boomer. That's what they, you guys talked about uh, the Vader one last time. There needs to be yes. a Kylo Ren video game with uh, Adam Driver being the voice. That'd be so freaking awesome. I would love it. Because uh, I know we're we're uh-oh, we're getting dangerous territory talking Star Wars. Well, let's but, not, well uh, let's let's well, we'll transition it into the VR talk that we're just about to get fair. into. So that's let's fair. we talked about Vader Immortal last last week, and uh, let's talk about Kylo Ren needing his own game. There you uh, go. He carried the new Star Wars movies, so I would love that. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh boy. Him and I, told Ridley. You, well, I told you it was dangerous talk. Uh, well, I'll stop and, there. <laughs> and Daisy Ridley. And... The new the new act the new four were really good. They were very good actors. Uh I thought he definitely carries Last Jedi. Um She is good though too. They just they're dumb with storylines. That's not their fault though. They did what they could. And they're oh, yeah. good actors. Those two were the only characters that had actually any chemistry. Like you know, none of the other love lines or anything had any chemistry, right? Those two actually had chemistry together. Yeah, uh, Raylo, I think is what they're called. <laughs> Raylo, Raylo, it's something like that. It's like it's like uh, I think it's Raylo. I don't know if you search on Google, you just see a bunch of gifs of them either uh, the kissing at the end or like embracing each other. God, Kylo Ray, yeah. that could be that would work too. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. I can't remember what it is though. It's like Swole oh. Kylo. That's what we need. Swole Kylo. That one I like. What a what a decision just to have that pants cut <laughs> off right under his tits and just be <laughs> just be tits and shoulders. Oh <laughs> uh, well, you know, Vader Immortal didn't come out last month, but apparently July was a huge month for sales for virtual reality games, and I know both of you guys picked up some games last month. Jeez, uh, Adam got into the whole VR for PlayStation altogether before he had that with Iron Man. So that was a big seller, Iron Man and Onward, which I know Drew picked up. And I'd love to uh, hear how many minutes of <laughs> gameplay you have right now. Right now? Yeah. Uh, let me check. Hold on. I, it's going to be a tough calculation. Mm, zero. That's uh, <laughs> three. Uh... Wait, when did the oh, first day of the quiet. start? There we go. That was too quiet. Yeah, it's uh, no, I. You guys know how it is. You got. Oh yeah. You, you just can't get to everything. Although I, uh, 
you know, I, we've been going through some house renovations here. Those are now finished. Uh, and I mean, you guys can probably see behind me, but now there is a wide open space for my VR that is finally open again after all these renovations. So yeah, I don't see any cabinets hanging coming. around anymore. It's nice. That's okay. I can't. Uh, I can't say anything. I I've had Onward for quite a while and still haven't downloaded it or installed it. So I'll have to do that too because it does look like it's actually pretty good. I think I bought it. I don't even remember why it was on sale and. Um, just the the first person shooters are few and far between, especially good ones on VR. So I basically tried to get anyone I could. It does look like a good one. You know, I think uh, the original one that came out was like Pavlov. That one's been around for pretty yeah. much ever. You know, as long as the Oculus Oculus Rift, the original one has been around. So it's you know it's definitely a step up from there. I think. Uh, Early access for Onward was 2016. Uh, I'm not sure even if it's fully released or what, but uh, I don't know. It looks pretty good. Well, we'll that's find a, out. That's my typical uh, response right now. It looks, looks pretty good. good. It looks good. Yeah, that's it's good. It's good. That's what I can hope for. Pretty good. Um, you also, there was another one on this list here of, of ones that were big sellers for July, and I think you have this one as well. It's called Pistol Whip. I don't. You don't have that one. Okay. I don't have that one. I thought you had Let that. Let me one. take a look here. But there was there was uh, another one on here that I can guarantee you I will not play, and that's Five Nights at Freddy's, <laughs> uh, because that looks like a stupidly horror uh, VR game, and that is not for me. <laughs> nope, me either. I you know I wouldn't play it, but I have watched uh, like I've watched content of people playing that. And I got enjoyment because it's not me watching someone like you're seeing what they're seeing on a part of the screen. And then there's a picture in picture of like watching their face with the helmet on. And then they're like freaking out, like, uh, like throwing that, throwing it off. Cause they're like, I can't be in there anymore. Yeah. I can handle I that. Enjoy. Yeah, I can handle <laughs> I that. I can't be in there. <laughs> I, uh, I played a game called duck season, which was on VR is one of the first games I played and it was pretty cool because I was watching you know I watched the videos and stuff and I'm like oh it looks like Duck Hunt but in 3D I'm like sweet this is awesome so I started playing that game and you quickly realize that it is not Duck Hunt in 3D nope. <laughs> there's some shit going on in there and it was that was fun I kept doing that and like the first time going through it basically I didn't realize you could do some other stuff like you could just turn around and like see some shit of, you know, yourself in the television, like, I didn't realize that for a good handful of rounds, because I was just like, oh, I'm shooting ducks, this is awesome, you know, mm-hmm. shooting the dog like you normally do, and and then all of a sudden, <laughs> it would flash back to you in the house, and there was some shit going on, that fucking dog was evil, and yeah, that was enough scary for me. <laughs> I think we talked about that too, either during the VR episode, or at some point I think we talked about that as one to look into. Uh, yeah, I'm not, oh, yeah, that's not my kind of game. So, okay, if it's not your kind of game, and then if Dan doesn't mind, maybe we can talk about it a little bit because it uh, there are five or six different endings for that game. There are, yeah. And I'm wondering, you know, if we're okay talking spoilers a little bit, I'm wondering which ending you got, um, and you can so you know, you can explore the different endings. Man, I can't remember the names of the endings. Um, I got the super fun. Well, no, I don't think I got the super fun happy ending, but. Um, I got the one where you end up in the house and it's all dark and he comes out through the hallway, the big dog. And so I shot him dead 
with my light gun. And then, uh, yeah, you end up calling the cops or whatever, and then you run away. That's what I got. So as a little kid, you packed up your shit and you ran. Because <laughs> your mom was murdered by a video game dog. <laughs> so, what a happy ending. <laughs> yeah. I've watched, the rest of them I end up watching on YouTube, but that's as far as I could, because I couldn't play it all through again. There's no way. So I think the one you got is stuck for, I don't know, I can't remember. I, I got the worst ending. Because <laughs> I did, so I did the same stuff you did, but then I, for some reason, couldn't figure out how to shoot the dog correctly, actually in in the TV at the end, when he turns into like big mecha dog. Uh... Like I didn't realize that you had to shoot his eyes or something. And I just started screwing up. And then when he came and chased after me, he had too much health, and I died. Okay. I was dead. I so, think I got I think the, dead. Just the dead end. Did you get? No, I got the. I think I got the dead ending. No, because in the dead oh. ending you die. Okay. Yeah, he cuts out of the real world because you didn't beat him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to look at through them. Yeah, I think I got. Oh, I might have got the cannon ending. Hear that? Are the best men? Or the oh no, that's the nine one one one. Yeah, because the the stuck forever is the dog defeats you at the end. Oh, that might be the one I got. That's, that's the, the one, one you got. got. Yeah, the dog yeah. defeated you, and then the dead ending you actually beat the dog. Okay. And then the dead ending he kills you. Fuck. Yeah, so I got the cannon ending. That's the one I got. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no good. There's canon, uh, aka basic. Yeah, it was these these endings aren't happy or sad, is what it says. The canon ending and the dog ending. And then there's apparently a nuke ending that if you sh- you play it through again, there's a level where you can shoot the sun while you're doing the duck hunt style game, and it just <laughs> everything just gets nuked. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, that game was messed up, man. See. I'm, I- I want to see the people that get the Fiesta ending, where they just never shoot the dog. And oh yeah, it's just it's just normal duck hunt. <laughs> yeah, it's just the regular game, right? <laughs> That's what I should have done. Damn it! If I wouldn't have shot the dog, I would have got that. But you can't not yeah. shoot the dog. That was like the first thing I did. <laughs> yeah, I wasted more bullets on the dog than the ducks. Man. You, even, you get an achievement when you shoot the dog. You do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I... sorry, Adam. I I broke you off. What were you gonna say? No, I was just gonna ask you guys if like not just that game in general, but like other games where there's multiple endings. I know we kind of talked about with uh, was a Far Cry. Uh, I don't know, remember if that was it or not, but in general, like games like that, if you know there's multiple endings, do you go back and play through it again, or do you just like whatever I got my first time, screw it, that was it? Yeah, almost for me, it's almost never go back through it again. Usually, it's. Especially nowadays, it'll be like, okay, I played through it once. Uh, let me do some YouTubing, and I'll figure out what the other See, endings look like. Yeah, you know. Yep. Um, unless there's something, uh, kind of like like Fallout Four was one where you can side with the different factions. Yeah. Uh, and that one I actually played through at least twice, maybe three times. And you know, one of them I sided with uh, the Minutemen, and then the other one I sided with I can't remember if it was the railroad or uh, the the big whatever they were called, I forget, I forget their names, but I sided with the other people, and 
I don't know. That was just cool because I kind of wanted to play through the game again anyway. And I think sure. there was enough that changed about it, you know, different missions and things that you end up doing that made it interesting to kind of switch sides. So I did but that if, too. If it's like this and it's just literally like just the ending changes, then it's YouTube city. Yeah. Go YouTube it and see how they all ended. Be like, Oh, cool. <laughs> I did that with new Vegas where I would save when I know a major decision would come. And then I could go back to that save point and take the other path. Um, not have to always replay the whole game necessarily um i think new vegas was probably the last one i did that that was probably my favorite fallout game out of all of them don't know I mean, if that's popular or not no new vegas i think is one of the most popular fallout games uh, i loved it in fact that's what one of the questions well like i have any time but what i was asking is because i know it's pretty old at this point yeah i think fallout 4 alone is old like five years old six years old something like that yeah um, you know, as New Vegas, do you think that's something that's worth going back to and starting fresh? Uh, I Knowing that I liked it and, like, compared to I played Fallout 4 to start and I, I just didn't enjoy it like I did New Vegas or even Fallout 3, I would add, um, where I, I'd i be more willing to go back and play New Vegas. I know I think I have it uh, on Steam or something ready to download forever. <laughs> I think I have it there, but, like, if there was ever, like, a, uh, shit, I can't think of the term. What's the term when they, like, fix something and make it, like, uh, fit, not be, not look like a piece of shit if we were to play it right now? <laughs> oh, like they remaster it? Oh, remaster, yeah. boom. If they were to remaster that one, I'd play it. I would, I would buy that and play it. Yeah. I don't, uh, I think for me, I've never really gone back and played any... Even if there was an option, like there's some games, you know, where you can take different paths and you get a whole different story. I've never really gone back and done it just because I didn't want to take the time to do it. Like even like Red Dead 2, you know, you can, you can kind of code two different ways, but it basically kind of ends up to the same finish to the story. So it wasn't really worth the effort to sure. decide which way you go if you go for the money or go to uh, save. Jesus, I can't remember his name. I'm still... Blanket on names. John? Yeah. John Marston. Marston. Yeah, there you go. So, I mean, I just don't, I don't know. I, at that point, I'm like, I'd rather just go to YouTube and watch the, you know, bit if I want to see how that one ended or whatever. I'd, yeah. I'd rather move on to a newer game, but I don't know. I might you do know. it this time because I'm going back and playing through Red Dead 2 again. Uh, I think I'm about 50% of the way through, and I might just take the other path just to just to do it. To see what it does, see what the ending looks like. We'll see. Uh, talking of a game that just totally rips the rug out from under you, uh, that game, man, Red Dead Redemption Two. <laughs> I, I, you get. Well, I don't know. I don't want to talk spoilers, so. But it's it, been out a while. Hey, if you haven't played it by spoilers. now, too bad. I know what happens, and I haven't touched it, even though I own it. Add it to the list of games to talk about. We haven't played. <laughs> That's right. Wow. So, just but you you get so attached to the main character, and then all of a sudden, well, he got TB and died. So yeah, uh, have fun being John Marston now and starting new again. And right. oh, by the way, you're not OP anymore. Like you used to have all these cool things, and now you have nothing. So that wasn't fun. Yeah, mostly yeah. mostly money, right? You lose all your money, and now you can't do anything. Well, you get uh, you get some money. If you keep going there as Marston, you uh, you basically you get all your money back. You gotta find that uh, everything you 
stored in Blackwater there you end up getting, basically. So it's all right. Uh, the building the house thing I could have done without, that was a pain. Like, the whole epilogue was yeah. like, Jesus, this is like, all right, let's get moving on here. But, like, yeah, the whole ending of that, I mean, when you're... You, your horse, your horse dies, keels over and dies, and it's like, oh my god, this is so heartbreaking at the end there for, for him because I'm like, Jesus, you've been riding, you know, you had that horse forever, and then all of a sudden it's like gone, and then you die, and it's ugh, brutal. And then you got to go run a farm, and then there's a mission where you literally have to pick up eggs, bring them over to the truck or whatever, not the truck, yeah. the horse, and then oh, go get some hay bales and bring them over to the horse, and it's like. I literally yeah. was sitting here one day, and I had – so we have a pellet stove in our basement that we use for heating. And I had a bunch of pellet stoves in my garage that I needed to bring down into the basement. And I'm playing this game, moving bags of pellets and stuff. And I'm yeah. like, this is stupid. Like, <laughs> I could literally go upstairs and actually move bags of stuff. Yeah. And I'm sitting here. That's like, the, that's like buying the uh, virtual yard simulator, you know? It's a you know, <laughs> yard work simulator. Like, oh, I could go rake leaves right now, but I can do it on virtual reality. <laughs> you guys are not describing a game I want to play. <laughs> yeah, your horse dies, you die, and then you got to farm some yeah. eggs and move and you, yeah. That sounds well, dumb. <laughs> then, you take control, then you take control of Marston, who's kind of not such a great individual, when, you know, Arthur Morgan was like, this yeah. great guy or whatever. Like, I really wanted to, you know, you really got behind him and then he gets, you know, dies from TB. And <laughs> yeah. So is it, is it a prequel technically to one? Yeah. Okay. Yes. That, I was about to say, cause, uh, further spoiler, you're going to die as Sean Marston. If you play <laughs> the first one. <laughs> yeah. 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 This was everything before that. that. I played all the way through. <laughs> well, and it's, it's funny because I did play Red Dead one. But I never really paid that much attention to the story, and I don't even know if I actually completed it. So when I went into Red Dead 2, like I think a lot of people when they went into Red Dead 2 immediately knew the cast, right? They knew all they they knew yep. who Dutch was, they knew who uh, John Marston was. You know, I I got in, I'm like, okay, I know John Marston, that's the guy I was playing as, but man, he looks nothing like the guy that you play as in Red Dead <laughs> One. And I was like, that can't, that must not be the same guy. It must just be named the same or something. <laughs> convenience. <laughs> I was yeah. all confused. <laughs> I did the same thing. I, I really never played one. I, I played it a little bit, but I had forgotten pretty much everything about it. So it was, yeah, going into Red Dead Two, it was like, man, this is awesome, and I had no idea the characters. And I'm like, I'm waiting for Dutch to just get his finally, like, let me get his comeuppance. Let me shoot that bastard and kill him, yeah. and then he gets away, and I'm like, "Well, what the fuck?" Because I fully didn't know like it, <laughs> he doesn't get killed until John Marston meets him up and yeah. hunts him down in the second, in the first one. I'm like, "Fuck!" I was like so looking forward to that, and I'm like, "God damn it!" Like he didn't die; like he deserved just a horrible, horrible death, and you didn't get to give it to him. Damn it! That's an interesting take, though. Uh, making a second one that's a prequel. Uh... And doing it that way. I don't think that's why I've not played it. I just know the effort I'm going to have to put in, and I just haven't played it because of that. Because I know as soon as I start it, uh, it's like 40 hours of playing that game. Oh, probably yeah. at least 40, probably, I would guess. I think it was more. I would say it's more than that, but yeah. Yeah, it's it, exactly. It's, but still. It's a lot. Well, 40 cause... hours if I just rush through it, probably. And there's, like, if you avoid, try and avoid the side quests and stuff like that, because, like, yeah. anytime like, you start riding and it's like, oh, there's a little pop-up here you can go do. Oh, pop-up over here. Oh, look at that. There's a guy waving you down. Go over there. And it's like, I just want to get through the missions. But 
there's just so much other side shit you can do. And yeah. It's crazy the amount of stuff. Oh, that's a don't, don't shoot that guy. Stuff. Don't shoot that guy because then you're gonna get a wanted level, and now you're gonna have to oh, go right into town God. and pay a freaking wanted level. And that was the worst. Pay your fines, pay your bounties, for God's sakes. You get hunted <laughs> down like a dog, and then you could die, and then you get you know, get back up again, and then they just hunt you right back down. It's like I just I can't even ride to the goddamn post office to pay the bounty, <laughs> and like I'm getting killed. Ugh. Yeah. You guys are describing a great game. It's really awesome. It's awesome. It's beautiful. You'll love it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, back, back onto the list. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, so Netflix is releasing a new documentary that's going to be coming out next week, I think, in the 16th. Jeez, I don't even know what day that is. 16th or the 18th? Called uh... High Score. August nineteenth, starting August nineteenth. Nineteenth, yep. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be six episodes, totaling about four and a half hours. Um, that's just going to go over the history of video games, starting from back in the day, and you know where it all kind of started, and you know the arcades versus uh, you know Atari and uh, into Nintendo and everything like that, and so. Something that we've seen some documentaries, but from what I'm reading on this kind of thing, like this is going to be like for real, like documentary chronicling the history of video games rather than just focusing on specific games or a specific genre or something like that. So I'm looking forward to this thing. I know I mentioned it to you guys. Uh, so spoiler alerts to people that are listening. We're going to take this thing and watch one episode a week and then kind of give our rundown. I know um, Three Man Weave is, it did this with the uh, Jordan documentary, um, The Last Ride, um, and went oh. through that you know week by week and did that one. Um, so we're going to do something similar to that where we can watch, watch an episode a week there and kind of give our, our feedback and our review on each one. So, I mean, guys excited for that? I, you know, I, I don't want to talk too much about it because we don't really know much. But have yes, you, have you? Watched, I am excited. Have you watched any of the other documentaries? Have you seen like, I guess not really. I don't know if it's a documentary, but like King of Kong was yeah, one. I know we talked about Billy Mitchell one episode. Billy Mitchell was yep, in one of the titles of our seen. episodes. So <laughs> that's the one I've seen. <laughs> okay, Billy Mitchell always has a plan. <laughs> Uh, I'm excited to see it. Uh, I, I think that's the, what I was going to say is I've seen like King Kong is the one I can refer to. And, um, that's focused on him and kind of that competitive, uh, arcade gaming with the high scores. Like, I feel like this is gonna be a little different and I really enjoy documentary type stuff, especially if it's something in a topic that interests me. I think the Michael Jordan last, uh, dance is last a good example of that. I call it the last yeah. ride. Oh shit! You failed. Uh, yeah. So the <laughs> and that one interests me a lot because one, it's Michael Jordan, and two, like I want to see that behind the scenes stuff you don't normally see. Granted, that is produced by his media company, so you know it's not. It might be. It maybe isn't a hundred percent factual, but uh, either way, it's Michael Jordan. Who cares? Uh, so I'm excited to see this like behind the scenes for. I think it's it said something like the 70s to 90s, um, 
and kind of see how things changed throughout that. And I just listening to people talk in interviews and like what they were thinking back then. And, you know, obviously video games picked up huge in that time to just think where it is now. We literally just talked about a streaming platform of watching people play video games. So like, (laughs) I'm excited to watch it. And like, you know, four and a half hours is not a lot of time for six hours, like, or for uh, six episodes. episodes. So uh, it's going to be easy to watch, easy to talk about. Uh, I'm definitely excited to jump into it. Yeah, there's, you know, it's, yeah, there's a handful of ones that are out there. The way you know, I know Chasing Ghosts was another one, and um, but I've yeah. seen I've seen that one. A couple other ones they mentioned I, I haven't seen yet, but I have to go back. Uh, Indie Game, the movie has been on my Netflix list, but I haven't watched it, which is another one. But it does look like it's going to be basically very different from those where they're going to have some actual people that have been part of it that are going to do interviews and they're going to kind of do some cool. Um, sounds like they're going to do some animated scenes alongside stories that they're telling and some, you know, some old footage, which is going to be kind of cool. I, I'm, I'm wondering how in depth we're going to get and how behind the scenes we're going to get with all these episodes. And that would be, it's going to be really cool, especially those early on games and how it all kind of got started is going to be pretty interesting. I think to me, if you saw, if you looked at I this, completely... oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying, I was going to say I completely agree. I think this is, you know, this is a era of video games when it was really just coming up, right? I mean, it's uh, it's amazing how much things have changed, like Adam said. But this is this is really when you know video games were hitting hitting us, right? Like, so those of us who were, you know, coming well, maybe not coming of age, but like growing up during this time, and we're just first getting introduced into video games and. You know, probably really being one of the first generations that uh, you know our childhood was affected by video games and how we were you know almost molded uh, by them. You know, look at all of us like now we're you know this is something we do uh, for fun where we sit and talk about these things all the time. Hmm. Uh, so it's gonna be really interesting to you know see how they portray that era, right? How do they talk about you know you developing uh, Tetris or Mario or Pac Man or you know, whatever. Like, how do they develop those games and how did they get them? You know, they were really visionaries, right? Because they there wasn't this stuff around at that point. This is a completely new genre of entertainment. And it'll be really interesting to see, you know, how in-depth they go into kind of how that this whole this whole uh, environment was born. Well, and particularly, you know, interesting as stuff that I guess I didn't know until recently was, I guess almost how close it was to not ever happening, you know, the way it kind of Atari was, was hitting and, and was okay, but then everything was falling apart and, you know, that was going bankrupt and Nintendo almost didn't happen basically because of it. And, you know, it was, we almost really didn't have video games at that point because Nintendo was, was almost not even just going to bother. And um, it's, it's, I'm hoping that we can hear a little more on that too, which is kind of cool. And um, one book that I've been slowly getting my way through that was a recommendation from fellow bandwagon nerd podcaster, uh, Patrick O'Dowd, called Console Wars, which is basically the battle between Sega and Nintendo. And that one's been pretty cool. And like, you know, one of the stories they tell in there, and I'm, I'm wondering if they'll, you know, bring this one up is, you know, how you know, kind of Nintendo got started and, and how Mario came to be because the, you know, 
the original Donkey Kong game with Mario jumping up the ladders wasn't supposed to be Donkey Kong and Mario it was going to be Popeye, you know, and they couldn't get the rights in time as they, cause they went into negotiations and negotiations fell through. So they had to try and figure out what the hell to do with this game before without scrapping it. And so he's like, well, we'll put a, we'll put a donkey up there and we'll make a little character on the bottom instead of being Ludo and Popeye. And that's why, you know, the princess or whatever almost looks like olive oil. Cause it's, that was who it was ah. supposed to be. So it's like, like those are some cool stories and I'm hoping we get, you know, some of that in here. You know, like they, you know, briefly yeah. talked about episode one on how, you know, we're going to talk about boom and bust on how, you know, Pac-Man and Space Invaders kind of came to be. And then the attempt at making the E.T. video game and how horrible that was. So, um, you know, Rough. you know, we could get some really fun stories out of this. And that's I guess that's what I'm looking forward to. Definitely. Yeah, I think. I think one of the best ones that I've heard, and, and maybe they'll go into this a little bit, but the the way Mario got his name. Have you guys heard that one before? No. No, I haven't heard that. So I think it was, you know, to your point, Nintendo at that time was really struggling. You know, they were uh, they were really struggling to, you know, even exist. They were trying to create this game. Um, and I think it was around, I hadn't heard the Popeye thing, but it must have been around that same time when they were, you know, really struggling to get uh, a game out. Um, and Mario was the landlord of the you know facility or the you know warehouse or wherever they were working at, and uh, this landlord let them stay there rent free uh, while they were trying to figure stuff out, and you know he gave them a little bit of uh, relief on the rent, uh, so to pay him back they had uh, put his name into the game, and <laughs> now it's one of the most iconic characters in all of video gaming. It's named That's after crazy. this uh, this landlord. That's so, awesome though. Well, and what's more fun? Mario, Mario though. His name's Mario. Is it Mario? Well, add on top of that that the narrator for High Score is the voice of Super Mario. So that should be a lot of fun. I'm really hoping he does it in the voice too. It's a me, Mario. He does all the voice High Score. Have you watched that? Like watched him do all the voices and noises he does for Mario games? That is like guy's a character uh well. putting it nicely i think he he is something he, you can tell he's a guy that does voices <laughs> nice i'll have to look him up charles martinet i'm not sure if that's how you pronounce his last name but i'll have to look him up and see if he's done any other voice acting except when you have voices like that i'm sure you've done a lot as you would know from you know cartoons and all that there's a lot of guys that just do every voice yeah God, what the heck was his name? The guy that did literally every voice. Oh, uh, oh boy, the guy I don't that know. Uh, Casey. Uh, no, I was thinking the guy that does Scooby and Robin. That's who popped in my head. Oh well, like nowadays, it's uh, the Billy West does a lot of voices, especially for uh, ah. Matt Groening and Joe DiMaggio yeah. does Bender and um, a lot of different characters. The one, the one I was thinking was Mel Blanc. Mel Blanc, oh, okay. Yeah, all the Looney Tunes stuff, yeah. All the Looney Tunes. Yeah. Yes. And it's, it's great because you'll see cool. a video of him, and he'll just go character to character to character, like talking to each other. I'm like, yeah. how do you go back and forth like that so fast? It's right? crazy. Uh, it's insane to me. My brain does not work that well to be able to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you guys were going to say, like, Troy Baker, because, like, he does, like, the voices for, like, everything now. Uh, in like more modern video games, and then the 
there's another guy he podcasts with. Like the two of them get like all the big name roles to voice uh, in major video games now. I don't remember if Troy Baker does. Um, shit, I want Drake's voice. Um, Nathan Drake. I don't oh, know if he does his or if it's the other guy, and I can't remember now. Um, oh man! But I always see that where it's like the same guy keeps getting the main voicing roles in these video games. Hmm. Yeah, this this guy has done a lot of Mario. I don't see much else in there. So Elder, he's done a handful. He's done a handful yeah. of different television and films, but not to the extent I would have thought with. Um, the ability to do different those those just from voices, but oh well. All right, well, we got two more things to talk about, but I think we need to uh, take a few minutes here and, and pay a couple bills. Hopefully, our uh, angry lemonade commercial is fixed, and we won't get the okay. uh, scratchy scratchy that we got last time. So we're gonna give this one another shot. So stick around, listen to some commercials, buy yourself a goddamn T-shirt. We'll talk about that later too. There <laughs> we go. Now a word from my god, our sponsor. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. This is your boy King Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Ah, successful commercials. Makes Nailed day, it. You know. <laughs> I was going to ask, I was like, uh, did you make sure it worked? No <laughs> testing needed. It worked. I nope. did. Well, I didn't necessarily make sure it worked, but I reset it uh, when, I, when we did Bandwagon Nerds on Sunday, and it worked then, so I assumed it still worked after that. <laughs> but no testing. No, there's no testing. We're just live. We don't, we don't re-edit. We just go, man. Well, do it live! Do it live. You gotta I'll, get that sound bite. Which one is that from? Damn it. That's, uh... Um, Bill, oh geez, Bill Riley, Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly. We'll do it live. Uh, That's over my head. I don't even know what you're talking about. You can just go ahead and do the OK Boomer. I think on that one. <laughs> OK Boomer. Yeah. <laughs> Great joke from 1982. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was 82. It was 90s, wasn't it? I don't. Know. Bill O'Reilly. You know, well, since half of our uh, half of our listeners are uh, our mothers, and <laughs> I think I think I'm really hitting our demographic. So. They got it. They caught it. Both They're our viewers are space rails. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they are. They are laughing right now. They're like, "Oh, that that Drew, he makes oh. such good jokes." 
I remember <laughs> O'Reilly when I was watching him on the television. I'm going to send him $2 in a postcard. <laughs> oh, so bad news for the Xbox Series X as Halo Infinite, the flagship of the Xbox and of Microsoft, is not going to launch with the Xbox Series X. Getting well, delayed well, well, into 2021, well. folks. I like that the first thing they say is what? the Xbox Series X is still launching. The Xbox Series X right. is still launching in November. Like, Don't worry, <laughs> you'll still get the new, new, yeah, the new system. You'll still have it. Well, because that's what's more. What's more important? Is the system more important, or is the game more important? Oh man. Enjoy your $500 paperweight that you don't really want to use until this game comes out, I guess. <laughs> well, right. you know, that's the question, right? Is 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 this a, a... I mean, normally when it comes to PlayStation or Xbox, you're, you're either one or the other or you're both, right? I mean, you're, you're either going to... No matter what, you're either going to get it or not get it. Does this really delay your want to get the Xbox if you're an Xbox guy? Or girl. I, uh, I, I, I don't know. I think you know this is definitely one of the, ti- you know, the release titles, right? I mean, this is definitely this is like a Nintendo release without a Mario or Zelda game, right? I mean, it's this is really a blow. <laughs> this is really a blow. It's uh, you know, it's the Halo that is supposed to come out with this you know latest generation of console, so. I mean, I I get the reasoning, right? They're they're citing pandemic pandemic issues, which you can't blame them, right? Everyone is having a slowdown. Everybody's having issues dealing with all of this stuff. So really, there is there, there's no way that you can say, well, man, they they haven't been working hard enough for this or that. Like you can't blame them, but it's it's definitely a blow. I think uh, you know, especially since you know, I I think maybe we are a little biased. We all seem to like the PlayStation maybe a little bit better than the Xbox in general. But really, I mean, as we've talked about a couple times, like really, I, I'm waiting for somebody to tell me what are the exclusives that you get on Xbox that are really worth it, and not you know to make that decision over uh, the PlayStation Three, you know, or sorry, Five, geez, the PlayStation Five. Close you know, enough. you could get into, you can get, yeah, <laughs> just two generations off. Okay, Round boomer, you're fine. The <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> PlayStation Forty Three. Oh. Uh, you know, we can we can get into the differences of specs and things like that. But I think you know, as we've discussed, I think this is our first episode we talked about specs, right? And uh, it's they're really very similar. I mean, there are definitely some minor differences, and you know, maybe as it gets closer, we'll explore that again and actually dive into some of the specs a little bit deeper. But there's really not that much of a difference between these two consoles, and I, especially now with Halo being. Uh, you know, pushed back till 2021. So it's January at the earliest, right? They're pushing it back two, three months. Uh, Really, how does Xbox expect to compete in the holiday season with PlayStation? I just don't see it. Yeah. Well, there's got to be, there's got to be a game or something, right? That's going to pull you towards this. Like you said, this is, this is their flagship game. This is, this is the game that's supposed to be released when you release a new, uh, you know, your new console, like just like Nintendo would with Mario and, you know, I don't see another game on the list that's being released at at the time of the console that would intrigue me enough. And yeah, the only other, I mean, 
I'd have to look them up. I, I know Gears of War is an Xbox exclusive. You know, Halo is one of them. I, and I don't know any other ones off the top of my head, but. So, I mean, Gears is, but is there a new one coming out? But there's not a new one for... coming out. Not at, not at release time. And there's. They just released one like a year ago, right? So. Gears 5, I think, came yeah. out a year ago yeah. or something like that. And one of the other things is if you are a PC gamer, most of the Xbox games you can get on PC as well. Like Halo will be on PC and gears you can get on pc and um i know fable is a big one for a lot of people um and they're coming out with a basically a reboot of that but you can you know you can get that on pc as well so for someone like me who's a pc gamer on top of you know playstation i don't have a reason really to get an xbox in the first place but this is a killer i mean looking at the like i said looking at the rest of the games you know you can if you're looking at something to get for the holiday season at this point, you know, you could wait on this until I don't know when Halo's going to get released. I, I get it, but it just says 2021. It could be you don't know when in 2021. <laughs> yeah, I if if you're like me and you're like I want to buy a PlayStation when it comes out day 1, right? And the only way I think I would do that is if some kind of deal came across um to buy it, bundling with games, uh, whatever the case is. Yeah. If I was Xbox and I knew I was buying an Xbox, I would not buy it day one with news like this. Um, I'd wait. I'd wait until the game I really wanted to play on it came out. Like, there's no incentive for me to buy it sooner unless it goes on sale before that, which realistically I, I wouldn't see a sale happening uh, that early on these new consoles. I see bundles happening to make games cheaper not necessarily to make the system cheaper. Um, like I would hold off because, like, I I know we talked about this a couple times, but I'm not thinking of buying games coming out for PlayStation Four now. To hold out and potentially buy them on PlayStation Five at a different time. Um, with PlayStation Five coming out, I I might not buy it day one. I might see if some kind of deal comes out for the holiday season. Because uh, we still don't know an exact date either for that. We just know it's holiday season. So, um, you know, if I was Xbox side of it, uh, I totally get it, though, with the pandemic and everything. Like, I think uh, one of the main comments on there, it's not even finishing the game. It's the production of making the game itself, like putting people together to get that done to sell all those discs, which is also a problem with production of the consoles itself. I've seen that for PlayStation coming up where they're worried they're not going to have enough to meet pre-order demand. Um, and we've talked about it with Nintendo Switch. It was available. Uh, we posted it. I looked literally the next day, not available wherever wow. I looked. Yeah. So it did not last long. And that's going to be how things go here for the next couple months, I think. Maybe half a year. I don't know. Um, so it, it would definitely stop me from buying an Xbox sooner if the main game I'm looking forward to wasn't coming out for a few months anyway. Well, and what really, really sucks is that this kind of stuff, you know, we'll see what happens, but this kind of stuff is what pushes developers to pump out games that aren't finished. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, mm-hmm. I was going to bring that up, seen... too. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> see Just Cause 4. <laughs> yeah. It's... It's it happens more and more, you know. See uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. See, like you know, it's it's these more and more of these games that they're just pumping out. They're just pushing to release. You know, as as much shit as we give uh, Rockstar for not releasing a Grand Theft Auto game, and I don't know how long it's been now, seven eight years. Uh, you know, 
they spent a lot of time to put together uh, Red Dead 2, right? And they had all their developers working on that. And then, you know, hopefully, cross their fingers, now those same developers are working on the next Grand Theft Auto. Um, but they're not, they're not wasting, they're not rushing stuff out. You're not seeing a new one every year or two, uh, like some of these other games that we talk about. And it's because they're they're fresh games. They're you know fully uh, you know have a full story, fully developed, and they're not rushed out. They they're not unfinished. They don't rely on DLC or patches uh, to break this game just to get it out for a specific date. So really, you have to applaud Xbox and or Microsoft in deciding to you know delay this game. Um, I just really hope it doesn't burn them. You know. Yeah. It could, and but I completely agree. Uh, that's the problem. You're going to get more unfinished games. It's something you, I think has happened more and more in recent times. Uh, you guys listen a couple. I think a No Man's Sky was a big one. I remember from yeah. a couple of years back where everybody was waiting for that game and it comes out completely broken. Um, I absolutely hate when I buy a game, I install it, and then the next day I have to wait for how many ever big gig download to fix it because uh, like you didn't make a uh, complete a game and always number one comments you're going to see this is why you don't do pre-orders or this is why you don't do um any that yeah pretty much any of those pre-order bonuses because this is what happens um and i've stopped doing that i used to do that a lot i don't do that anymore even games i know i'm gonna buy and play i just won't do it um i don't need the cosmetic or whatever they're gonna give me and i'll buy the dlc later if i absolutely know i'm playing it or going to play it um, I see it hurt Microsoft, but it it is the right thing to do. Uh, just for your fan base, I think I think you keep loyalty that way too. Like there is two sides of that coin, right? Like, is it release an unfinished game because you know people buy the Xbox, or they know a finished game should be coming out, they'll buy the Xbox and the game. You know, I I don't know. I think people are pretty loyal to Halo. They're gonna buy it. Yeah, I think so too. I, I'm you know. I definitely agree that this is this is the right decision as as much as it sucks <laughs> and it you know could cause delays in some of their sales and things like that for the consoles um, but this is definitely the thing you got to do and I, I ultimately think it's not going to make a difference because you know like we talked about we're you know you're you're an Xbox guy or you're a PlayStation guy or or whatever you know you're going to get that console for those exclusive games and that's why you're going to get it. And you're going to get it regardless of when that game's going to come out, right? So, like, you know, PlayStation's getting, you know, the Spider-Man uh, Miles Morales game, you know, or Assassin's Creed Valhalla, you know, like, those games are coming out for the PlayStation at launch, you know, as far, so far as we know, right? Those could get delayed too, but... Um, yeah, any you know, of them could, realistically. Yeah. Even games that are coming up for the current generation, and then they're making the next-gen uh iteration as well you never know they so, all, like or you're just getting a playstation 4 version on playstation 5 which is what we talk about <laughs> right and you're gonna yeah you're gonna get whatever console you want regardless because those are the games you're loyal to and the games you want so i'd rather i mean i definitely agree i'd rather have make sure the product is good rather than mm-hmm. put out something that's gonna be garbage and it's gonna you know, make people unhappy because that's you know, something you don't want to do. And that can drive people away. Like you said, you could, you know, you, you get that loyalty by being this way and saying, look, we don't have the finished product or we can't get it all out when we want it to. So we're going to push it back. And that's just what we have to do. Cause yeah, like I just cause four was the biggest one for me. Cause remember I, cause it's 
you know, recent in my brain when I bought that game because I was so excited because the third one was so good and was fun and four was just when it came out was so buggy and so shitty and the graphics were horrible and just it was completely unplayable and it's just like you know i immediately returned it and was like this is this sucks and you know it can shy you away from buying certain things when that happens and it's i'd rather they get it right so hopefully it's not delayed too long but and what are you yeah. gonna do <laughs> what are you gonna do yeah saying it now i think is the best move they could do though you know, let people know now. Don't wait until people are anticipating it coming out, and then you're like, "Oh, it's not coming out." Because I think you you make people angry then. But you know, I, I think we're all making the same point. Have a finished game. <laughs> That's all I ask for. I'm not, especially with prices going up. If I'm paying seventy dollars, that game better be done. <laughs> so I mean, I know they came out with the fact that some you know high end. Uh, big, especially sports games, are going to seventy bucks. So they come out with the fact that that's just going to be normal now, or are There's... we just assuming that's going to be the norm? I think yeah. that's normal for AAA titles. Um, it's still debatable. So... Um, I know Capcom has come out and said they're not really sure if they're going to increase prices yet or not. Um, uh, that's the only one I've seen so far, so I don't know if it's yeah, if it's going to be the norm or if yeah, it's yeah. just going to be these the big release titles or not. Yeah, you're spending, you know, I'm not saying it's cheap by any means, but you're spending an extra $10 compared to if you buy the $60 game now. Like, it's inflation. It's going to go up. Um, if I'm dedicated in playing a game, especially, you know, I'm very loyal to Madden and 2K and, you know, sports games, I'm going to buy them, um, specifically Madden, even though it's the same shit every year. Uh, but... buy, you said you weren't buying Madden this year. Oh boy! Uh, no, oh boy! Here I'm we not go. Buying it right away. I said I'm not right? thinking. Yeah, I'm not gonna do it the day it comes out. Because uh, I don't know if I want to wait till just PlayStation Five. Because uh, then I'm gonna be like, oh, I gotta turn to my PS4 to play Madden if I want to play Madden. Uh, that's if I even get the PlayStation Five right away. I'm at the point, though, where I, it's a hard decision to make, right? Because I do want to play the golf game. I want to play that. Those both come out this month. Yeah. Uh, do I really want to wait six months to play those games? Not really. Could I, I just, I think with with these price increases, it's just, it's kind of sickening. Because, you know, I think we brought up the fact, uh, you know, when we talked about it, that it's not just that base level that's going up, right? Yeah. You have... Yeah. The you know the premium edition, the deluxe edition, the da 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 da. It's like edition, so we the I super talked, mega awesome edition, the super the purple mega monkey, awesome edition. purple monkey dishwasher edition. So, like <laughs> I talked, uh, I talked uh, for very quickly, I think a couple episodes ago about Microsoft Flight Simulator coming out and how excited I was for it. Well, I hadn't looked at the pricing. Uh, I just looked at it uh, a couple days ago and I'm like, well, screw this. So it's <laughs> it's sixty dollars for. Uh, the base game, but it looks like you only get like ten airports and like five aircraft or something like that. It's like something stupid, like some small amount. And then if you want to get the full game, it's a hundred and twenty dollars. That's that's Maybe. insane. It's that's double insane. price. Oh. They know Brutal. how to get you. Hey, pay for this office suite that you can uh, use Google for free. Yeah, I guess I guess I'm lucky it's not a subscription, right? It could be. <laughs> hey, subscribe. Hey, it's twenty bucks a month. I could uh, maybe we could get a sub, right, Dan? Hey, That's, yeah, hey. We can get a sub. 
No you know, I, I talked about <laughs> I talked about what I was playing when we did a What You Playing uh, a couple weeks ago. I was playing Swotor again, um, the MMORPG online for Star Wars, and you can either play the base game because it is free to play, or you can pay fifteen bucks a month and get better shit than everybody else. And uh, people do that. Uh, one of my buddies, he he thought that was the way you had to play, so he did the first month, and I was like. Dude, don't do it. I remember back when I played this game, when it came out in 2012, I was like, oh, I can afford $15 a month, you know, living at home, not doing shit, just working. Uh, yeah, I'll pay 15 bucks a month. Like, looking back, I'm like, man, that was not a great idea. Back then, 15 bucks was a lot. Like, now, you know, do I notice that necessarily? Maybe not, but uh, what a waste. When you play the same game, you just get better equipment i don't know oh, <laughs> it's <yeah>. crazy <laughs> and over a year you've paid for a full title game three times over oh god right? i know like, yeah well, take away take away your netflix account or take away your spotify account and if you can live with that that's your 15 bucks a month yeah <laughs> wow Think and if, that. it's crazy well if you two are still using doing the youtube tv didn't that just uh increase by 15 bucks a month or something like that? yeah but now i get to watch like mtv or some i get shit. to watch <laughs> yeah you get to watch ridiculousness on mtv and the office on comedy central <laughs> yay shit, ridiculousness is always on when That's i'm it. scrolling That's... that is always that is the on only show that mtv has you paid ten dollars for ridiculousness <laughs> <laughs> I still have yet to turn it on because I don't want to know, but every time you scroll past it. Stupid. Yeah, it, it did go up. I don't mind paying it because I still feel like I'm paying less than I did. Overall, I'm paying less than I did with cable, internet, bundle. Um, it's getting close, though, where it's going to be like, man, we got way too much shit. But we're also paying for HBO. Uh, I don't know. I don't, and I enjoy I just, HBO Max so far. I don't know. When you when you start adding up, you know, what is it, $70 a month or something for YouTube TV now? I think it's like sixty-five yeah, it's, or sixty. I, sixty-five. I think it's sixty-five now. It was fifty-five okay. now. Sixty-five. So sixty-five bucks a month, and then you add on, you add on Netflix. You add on maybe you have a Hulu account, right? The five or ten bucks a month one that is. Maybe you have a YouTube uh, Premium or Red or Tube or whatever the hell they call it nowadays. You know, like you start adding all these individual a la carte services. Oh, and oh, by the way, you have to buy internet too. Pretty soon, you're going to be getting up into that $150, $200 range that cable and the internet's going to cost you anyway. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> and, I, you know, I think how I look at it is I'm, I'm still spending less when I add all those different subscriptions together. I'm still spending less than I was for my internet, TV, phone bundle where I don't even have an outlet thing for the damn phone. You're just paying for it because they say it's cheaper. Uh, and But the internet was shit. Now I have the best internet I can get through my internet provider, plus all these subscriptions. I'm still paying less. Like I, I if I got to the point where I'm paying the same amount, but I have the best internet I can get, you know, through them, I'm happier yeah. with that. Um, but yeah, it, it is get expensive, and it it goes back to that joke that the that I would always say with all of us. I'm like, guys, I got this great idea. We put all this <laughs> shit together and we call it cable. Yeah, <laughs> somebody's gonna come around and they're gonna bundle all these things together. And give you a discount price, <laughs> and then you can add internet. And so I'm gonna go through a phone. one wire. Just one wire is <laughs> only, all you need. Only it'll be it'll be a cell phone plan, right? Yeah. You can add, yeah. You can do a cell phone plan, your internet, and your TV all for one low price. Isn't that gonna be great? <laughs> it all goes through the internet. Oh, right. <laughs> we call it cable X. It's like some stupid <laughs> shit. <laughs> 
Cable uh, One, Series <laughs> X. <laughs> Series X. <laughs> oh, oh so shit. stupid. <laughs> Man, I had something else for this, too. I had something for this. Ah, well. Oh, I had something. I had something. For Halo? I don't know. It's delayed. It's all right. That's delayed. delayed. Too bad. Are we talking about Halo? I don't know. That's it. All right. I don't even know how we got to where we got, but <laughs> there we go. We right. did it. Oh, and you came with us, listeners. The I only reason the, ride. the only reason I still have YouTube TV is for wrestling. That's it. Oh yeah. That's it because I have to watch well, that's it. A, that yeah. might as well be a business expense for you. I wish I can. I write it off. Can I write that off? Where's Kramer? Can I, I can write that off. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Just write it off. You might. Might be able to. I, I have it for sports. Um, granted, we didn't have sports for months. Um, sports, 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 sports. Go sports! We're we're turning into a sports uh, sports podcast. Uh, well, sports we talk about. Well, there's sports. Um, well, there's sports. Uh, somebody's doing that. But I I definitely don't watch a lot of like I don't know the network. I'm not watching news. I'm not watching like FX or TNT. I want, if I'm not watching sports, I watch three things, and it's Impractical Jokers, Guys Grocery Games, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. That's, that's <laughs> I want it. you to add one more thing to that, and it, it involves sports, and it has Steph Curry on there. Well, an animated Steph Curry right now, but go watch Holy Moly. Holy Moly. Go Is that the uh, golf? Yes, it's the mini golf. Yeah, it's like MXT golf meets golf or whatever. <laughs> yeah, most, ex- M- most extreme elimination golf, yes. Yeah, oh, I love it. I saw it. I've seen clips for that. Stupidly funny, and Rob Riggle is hilarious. Oh, <laughs> Joe Tessitore okay, and Rob Riggle as the announced team. <laughs> I'll definitely yeah. give that a go. It's so stupid funny. It's like it's just so dumb, but it's funny. I can't. We I, we can't get enough of it. <laughs> talking about MXT, uh, something for you guys to check out. Maybe for next week, uh, in your free time, check out the game Fall Guys that came out very recently. Um, I think uh, it's for Steam. It is a battle royale, but it's not your shooter battle royale. It's a, like a group of sixty of you, and you go through different courses till you get to the winner, who gets through every level and wins. Um, and it reminds me of M- MXT, uh, which I think is what it was on Spike TV back in the day. Um, yeah, I think it was MXC. MXC, MXC? challenge. Yeah. I think. Yep. Yeah, okay, so uh, pretend I was saying C the whole time. That's what yeah, I mean. he's speech um, impediment. I heard, I heard it. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what it is. Yeah, I'm saying MXT. I thought it all the time. That um, that game looks like a, like addicting, a ton of fun. It's mainly platforming, but you have to try to get through these obstacle courses with sixty other people, and you're all flopping all over the place, so, uh, can trying you, like, to be the winner. Yeah, can you bounce other people off? Yeah, you can. Gra- I, from what I've seen, because I actually haven't played it. Uh, I just watch people, and I have laughed so hard watching other people play it. Like, yeah. that's my life now. This has right? got, so yeah, just... this is like the huge, <laughs> this is like the huge game right now that's going on. In yeah. Fall Guys. I almost put it on Love our it. list to talk about, but I wasn't sure. And yeah, it's it apparently is just ridiculous fun. Yes. You know. can grab people, you can try to throw them off the edge. The games are randomized as you play, like, it picks a new game type for each level. Until there's a winner, so there's some team-based ones you got to play together. Most are you have to try to win on your own, and the losers are eliminated each round until you have a winner. I, I it looks like a lot of fun. 
It, uh, the one the one main level, like the last level where you try to grab the crown. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember the. I think it's Agro Craig or Agro Craig or something from back in the day from Nickelodeon, where it was like uh, guts, where the kids would play gut. It was called guts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what it reminds me of. Oh man, guts, guts, guts. guts. Can you do that? <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, I'm telling you, this game looks awesome. Like, it's, it's it's a lot of fun. You can play with like your party. So like if you're you can all play together. You don't necessarily know who is who unless you have names turned on. I think there's like a little glitch with the names, but um if you're playing with a party, when a team game comes up, you all play together still. And so like it's kind of fun. Like you wanna win, but you also wanna keep playing with your friends. So like yeah. I think it's a very interesting attempt or uh take on a battle royal. Because um, that's like the big thing right now. That's we talked about it a couple times. Battle Royale, Battle Royal games. That's the thing everybody loves. That's the main thing you see on Twitch. Uh, sorry, Prime Gaming. And yep. uh, <laughs> and uh, I saw one. I don't know if you guys saw, it, but Tetris ninety nine was a different take on a Battle Royale where a hundred people played Tetris until there was one person left. Uh, yeah, if you kept hitting combos, you could shoot. Um, things that made it harder to other players so that you could oh. knock them out. Yeah, that look that up. Because that oh. I can find addicting because I, oh. I always enjoyed playing Tetris. But oh. I like that take because it makes those classic games, style of games, competitive a little bit more. And you play with other people versus yeah. me sitting here playing Tetris by myself. You know, that's a lot of fun. I don't want to picture that. I don't, I don't, I don't know <laughs> where it would go. There, so, I think I'm there's good. a lot of baby oil. There's I'm a lot good. of baby I'm oil. Good. Get in there. Oh, Get yeah. in there. Come on. Uh. Turn. Come on, give me a four block. Give me a four block. Give me a four block. Uh alright. Wow. I think that means it's time for our last topic of the evening. And it's not fall guys. It has to do with some cinema. talked last week that the bethesda games was doing some uh some sales on their doom old doom games i picked up doom 64 for for the switch and still playing that game that's some fun shit man nice it's awesome it's awesome but that's I would not what too, if i if i had a switch i would yeah yeah are they should have got on that <laughs> so are, are they actually start bringing 64 games out on the switch like obviously doom 64 are they bringing other ones at all they've they've done a couple I shouldn't say a couple. I, I think Turok is out there, um, and I think that's the only one I've seen um, so so far. But those ones aren't like the other, the Super Nintendo and Nintendo ones where they're online, you know, and they release a bunch. These are like standalones you have to buy for a couple bucks. So I'm hoping at some point they do the N64 ones like they're doing the Super Nintendos, but um, that hasn't happened yet. You know, I I still i i would I would probably spend five ten bucks on an old n64 game that was you know maybe especially if it was somehow optimized for the switch you know i don't know how you would do that but because it's got to be tough that n64 controller was so unique yeah to try to uh mimic that for the switch but Mm -hmm. anyway i know this isn't the topic we're talking about yeah 
No, we'll have to talk about that upcoming, but yeah, it makes a big difference when you're, you don't have the Switch controller and you're trying to, or you don't have the N64 controller when you're trying to play an N64 game. Uh, but Doom is an easy one because that's just strafing yeah. and shooting, so it's, yeah. it's easy. It's easy and enough, shoot. but the other ones, it makes it a little, yeah, it can be a little difficult. But so we're taking a little step away from gaming to talk a little movies and cinemas, stuff we've talked about on on some other shows like Bandwagon Nerds and stuff. But I wanted to go, get your guys' take kind of on this and the whole state of movies and and going to the theaters and and things like that, and you know particularly. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about it because um, the, of the release of the new mutants that's coming out, and they're they are pushing, and this is one that has been delayed several times already, and now they're trying to stick to their guns here on this one because everything's done, and they're releasing it in theaters on August 28th, just 15 days after, you know, 15 days from now as we're as we're talking, and this is. I, I would be shocked if it still happens because of everything else that's been getting delayed and pushed back and we haven't been releasing things in theaters and they're trying to do a lot more uh, direct to video on basically video on demand releases for a lot of these like Mulan is getting released to video on demand, you know, and, and I think Bill and Ted's is going to do that as well when they, they come out mm-hmm. with their third one. So I, I really just wanted to get your guys' take on all this on, on how this is going and, what you guys think of, you know, this idea of them trying to put this into the theaters, you know, right now and kind of when you think it might be okay to finally go back to theaters to do regular releases and how you feel about the video on demand stuff and being able to watch these things at home and and the prices they're going to charge to be able to do that kind of thing. Yeah. I, you know, I, I've been kind of going both ways because, uh, you know, going back to March, I was really looking forward to um, James Bond coming out to die. I'm a big James Bond fan. Uh, no Time to Die, I think, is the name of it. You know, they're always the same kind of title. <laughs> so I was really looking forward to that because it's supposed to be Daniel Craig's last one. And then, you know, news started hitting of movies that were coming out not like in March slash April were being like, no, they're going to be delayed till the end of the year. Well, we're kind of getting near the end of the year. And. I don't see it being back to norm to go back to movie theaters. Um, you know, I don't know about you guys specifically, but the movie theater that I tend to go to, they changed that old style. You're sitting on top of each other seating to you buy your seat in advance. That And then it's like a recliner. So they took a lot of seats out. You're not necessarily on top of people anymore. But do I feel the safest going to be inside a movie theater with a bunch of people during the pandemic uh, i don't know do i really want to sit there and watch the movie with a mask on the whole time no um so like to me i'd rather want i still want to see these movies coming out and i love the video on demand idea uh that making it work so that you can start seeing more movies that way um movie theaters lose out in that deal right because they make their money mainly on the concessions especially the first couple weeks until they start making money on the movie uh, later in the first month and thereafter. Um, but I don't know if you guys have really seen any of the video on demand pricing, but like, it's not necessarily cheap. It's still like, imagine you're spending the $20, $30 to go to a movie theater. You're spending that on to rent a video on demand. Um, uh, I think Mulan is the one I saw where it's like $30 on Disney plus or something like that. Um, I was never a Mulan fan, but I could see us watching it. But, um, you know, I 
I don't know. I I don't necessarily want to. I love going to movie theaters. My wife and I. That's something we did a lot in our lives. We would go to the movies once a week. Um, I see that changing, and that sucks. But at the same time, I've gotten so used to just being home all the time, where it's like video on demand's great. I'll spend twenty dollars to sit at home and watch a movie. Guess what? Half an hour in, I can pause it and go take that pee break uh, that I would have to take at the movie theater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, get that refill I, on the popcorn, get a refill on your yeah, soda, to, I'm good to go. We, any movie we watch now, we ain't making it the full two hours. We pause like ten times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the problem is that either I or the wife will fall asleep halfway through the movie. Yeah, you know, that happens too. So, yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, you know, everyone can kind of, uh, I guess, gauge their own security level for during this pandemic if they think you know sitting. Uh, what is it like every other seat or something in the theaters now, Adam? I think it's every other seat. Uh, I don't know though. I, I thought you could do like, if you bought your two seats, the ones outside of you would okay. be empty, something like that. Like, gotcha. they don't seem to have the rule if it's with the person you're with, but the rules there, if it's, you're not together, I don't know. It's yeah. interesting. Right. Uh, and that makes sense. Right. And I think. I think given that, knowing the site, at least the theaters around us, they're all the like luxury dreamliners, like recliner style seats. It's not, it's not the old school, like you're packed in there on a... <laughs> Auditorium. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's more, you know, it's more spread out, especially if they're, you know, it's basically, you know, if you haven't been to one of these, it's basically just rows of love seats, love seat couches that are recliners. And it's just, you know, there's maybe five or six of them maybe seven across each row and then stacked up. So I think, you know, if there's, if there's literally a love seat between you and a stranger, you know, I think that's over the six feet rule that we're talking about. And especially if you're also wearing a mask at the same time, you know, that could potentially be, uh, you know, forgivable if that's what you decide to do. Um, you know, it's at least it's, it's obviously inside, it's not outdoors, but if you're taking all the proper precautions, wearing a mask and, you know, staying that far away from somebody else, you know, there's been plenty of people that have had to uh, go and work throughout this entire thing and have been following those guidelines and have been okay. So, you know, you're not being crazy. You're not being an anti-masker. You're not uh, sitting on top of other people. So I don't, whether I would do it or not, I don't really know. I think, I think what speaks more to me is like, I would rather just sit on my ass on my couch at home um, because I, you know, I have a nice TV. I have a nice sound system. Um, I can fall asleep and then uh, restart the movie again you know, later. <laughs> so I think for me, the, the on-demand is the way to go. And especially if, you know, I feel like you said, it's, even if it's 30 bucks, right? Like say it's 30 bucks. For me and my wife to go out to a movie, it's going to be more than $30. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's going to be, unless you hit a matinee or something, it's going to be 15 bucks a person just to see the movie. And then you start talking, you know, maybe at, at least, maybe 20 bucks a person. But then you got popcorn and soda and, yeah, I don't know. I, it's like, you know, if I can literally just go down to my basement and, like, watch a movie on my own time, I think the on-demand is the way to go for sure. And the fact that Disney is trying to push, I think it's Disney, right, who's releasing this uh, this uh, the X-Men type movie, right? Uh, yeah, 20 Disney's is it, is it Disney? Well, it's 20th century. Is that part of Disney? Uh, Disney owns, uh, cause it was, yeah, Fox. Disney owns is. them now. Yeah. So okay, it's yeah. technically own... a Disney movie. Yep. So I shouldn't say Disney owns Fox. They bought all the rights to the movies and, uh, not TV. It was just movies. So they got all the X-Men characters back for 
their monopoly on Marvel. <laughs> Except for Spider Man. So I think, you know, Except they, for uh, Spider Man. 50 yeah, 50. They, they get the bottom half, they get. <laughs> they acquired 20th Century Fox. So it's it's just the movies portion. But anyway, so that I. I can't believe that they're pushing this out to the theaters because it just encourages people to go, you know, to be in situations that, you know, maybe they would like to be able to avoid. So I'm very surprised that that's, that's going on. You know, they're, they're already making the equal decision to not do it for Mulan, right? Like we just talked about that. Like they're going to put that right <laughs> yeah. on to Disney plus. So yeah. why what are they making that too? decision there? <laughs> right. What makes this, what, what makes this better? to be in theaters than Mulan was, I, I guess yeah. is, is the question at this point. Yeah. And I, I, I wasn't going to see it anyway. <laughs> so well, I guess. <laughs> and, and that you, you bring up another point I, I wanted to you know talk about is, you know, some of these movies, like I get some of these releases. I, I don't agree with the new mutants one, but you talk about like black widow, that's going to be coming out. And some of these epics that I think are, movie theater worthy where or movies that are like i i'd rather go to the movie theater to see it something like that i think just the the visual and having it on that huge screen and and the super surround sound is, is just kind of badass yep. to see a good you know some movies that way and and i'm kind of with you drew i you know i have a nice 110 inch screen here and a, and a nice you know projector that actually you know looks really really good and the surround sound that i i would rather watch a movie here because i think the system I have sounds really, really good in comparison, but there's some, you know, but some people rather go to movies or some people can't have that. And I totally understand. And they'd rather go to the movie to see certain things or just that's their chance to get out or that's just all they can do. So totally makes sense that people still want to go to movies. But like me personally, I love the idea of video on demand. I think like for someone like me, if like new mutants came out to video on demand and you know, we talked about universal um, there, the studios there um, working on a deal with AMC and I'm hoping, you know, we'll see how this one goes and, you know, and maybe other studios will follow, but they're changing their rules basically where previously it was, you know, 90 days before when a movie went into theaters, it was 90 days before it came out to video where you could rent it or buy it. Now, for universal movies, it's going to be 15 days. So after 15 days, which basically gives the theater, they, they set it up. So the Two theater weeks. gets three weeks. They should get three weekends three. basically out of it, which I think okay. is probably their bulk of the sales that they're going to get for the movie side of it. Um, and then universal can drop it to video on demand and put it out for rent. So like if other people do this kind of same type of thing or, directly to video on demand and charge $20. And, you know, that's another thing. What's your price point when it comes to that? If they charge 20 bucks, if I can watch it almost immediately as it comes out to the movie theaters and not have to wait 90 days to rent it for five, I'll pay 20 bucks to rent it, to watch it. Yeah. You know, same, you know, I'm going to the theater anyway. And, and for movies that I may not go to the theater for, you know, like new mutants, I probably wouldn't see this one in the theater. But if I can watch it soon, very shortly after, for twenty bucks, yeah, I'll watch it. Yeah. I, I don't have to wait Definitely. ninety days. I'd watch it, and I'd pay a couple extra bucks to watch it. Um, so I think it's a good move doing this kind of thing, doing the video on demand. If they, you know, finding the right price point is going to be a big issue because, um, like, thirty bucks for Mulan, I'm not going to pay thirty bucks for 
like Black Widow or uh, some of the other bigger movies, I'll definitely pay 30 bucks and I'll watch it at home because yeah, exactly. I got my own popcorn machine over here that I can make my popcorn. <laughs> and like you said, I can, I can pause it. I can, you know, whatever. And I don't have to worry mm-hmm. about going anywhere and I can watch it on a nice screen still. It's well worth the money, I think. Yeah, because you're saving no, I don't know about, I know what how you just said it, Drew and Dan, but like most people I know, you are not just paying for a movie theater ticket and that's the evening. You typically, when like we decide to go to a movie, we might try to get in like the last showing you can get where it's the cheaper matinee price. It's yeah. still like 12 bucks a ticket and then dinner after plus eating at the movie theater. That It's not cheap when you look at the whole right. night. Well, yeah, now you're think of I'm making a dinner at home. Uh, it's the stuff I have at home. It's watching the movie at home with breaks. Like, it's significantly cheaper. I'm willing to spend fifteen uh, the thirty dollars, fifteen bucks a person to watch this. And that's another thing. Like, granted, it's a pandemic. You don't how many people are you really going to want at your house to watch this? If you have a couple of close friends or family members that you know you stay uh, socially distant to a point to while you could get more people to watch the movie and you all go in together to well, watch it at someone's house. But you right? do that with the sporting events and pay-per-views and boxing yeah. and all that. You get people together. But I mean, think of, and you mentioned that, think about families, you know, people with the kids and stuff like that. You're taking Way the kids deal. to go see Mulan or go see one of these movies there. You're spending, I don't know how much a kid's ticket is or whatever in comparison, but you add those tickets up and then you add in the, the all the candy and popcorn you're going to buy for them and all that. You know, think about how much you're saving there if you just watch it at home. Yeah. And you don't have to deal with your damn kids screaming and yelling while other people are trying to watch the movie. And God damn it. Staring at you. Or, yeah, you know, or you know. taking them like, you know, I have to go to the bathroom during a movie. I okay. know a kid's got to go to the bathroom during a movie. You're missing half the movie taking kids to the bathroom. Right. Like, now you're in your own home. Pause it. Yeah. They can just well, pee wherever they want. Breaks. Come back. Play. <laughs> like... It, I love the idea. Like, I, I definitely would enjoy that. Uh, I love going to see big blockbuster movies when they come out. I Not as much in the past, like, year and a half, two years. Uh, I wouldn't even include this year. The past two years. Um, but that's a big thing for us. Like, that was our main, like, movie date night. Go figure out a movie to go watch. And then, or, like, uh, you know, the places here, they had the $5 Tuesdays. So... That was like, oh, yeah. wait till Tuesday, go watch the movie, and then save a yeah. bunch of money that way. Um, then we get in the big tub of popcorn and pretzel bites. Let's <laughs> <Yeah>. say <laughs> so you spend the extra money that you saved. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I can, yeah, I'm gonna, I can go, I can go cook up some hot dogs here and wrap them up in some foil, and you can have them. <laughs> It'll taste a hell of a lot better. Yeah, <laughs> the make ones, sure you... <laughs> and the ones we're buying because we're buying the hot dogs, we're buying the popcorn, oh, we're man. buying the big soda. <laughs> With stale buns, make sure to have the full experience. Yeah, yeah. Got to have the nachos. <laughs> oh yes, yeah. we were bad with that. Nachos and pretzel bites—that's what we do. Yeah. So yeah, I just I wanted to get you guys' take on that and and see, you know, your thoughts on just going to the theaters and what you think looking forward. I mean, I guess last thoughts on this. Do you, you know looking forward? Would you? Do you see this being the norm going forward, like this video, be, trying to do more video on demand releases or like Universal's doing, trying to cut the time shorter so that they can get these more to, you know, video on demand so that people at home can watch these things? I mean, even after the pandemic's gone, do you see this as kind of the 
the better model moving forward. I think uh, it's really going to be proven out during the pandemic when when pe- when there's these competing models, right? Some people are sending them to the theaters and the other people are uh, putting them right to a digital on demand. That's when it's going to be proven out whether they can still make the money that they were making from those theaters uh, by going to digital direct or whatever they're calling it. Because um, I think I think realistically, you know, there's plenty of people out there, you know, like us who are in favor of this. So, you know, there might be some movies where I wouldn't go to the theater, but now since I can get it at home, I'm I'm fine. I'll I'll go do it. Like you know, I have I have a young daughter. She might want to see Mulan. Well, I probably wouldn't bring her to a movie theater to see it, but hell, for thirty bucks, maybe I'll buy it. Right. So, uh, I think. I think it really depends on if this model gets proven out because it's, it's so it, it, it can be transformative. Right. So at my gut feeling on whether that's actually going to happen or not, like I think they're going to be probably stuck with this kind of in between where, you know, maybe some, some will go to digital direct and some will go into the theaters and it's probably going to be split down the line of, you know, maybe bigger box office type movies will still go to the theaters. Um, and then, you know, maybe some smaller movies will just go digital direct, you know, kind of like we've seen in the past with some movies where they'll just go direct to DVD or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. You know, there's now going to be this in between that's going to be a direct to digital. Uh, and it, it maybe won't be as much of a like knock on the movie itself. The fact that it went to direct to digital, you know, I think in the past, if a movie was direct DVD or direct to VHS back in the old days, right? Like mm-hmm. that's not a great movie. Um, maybe now it won't be as much of a knock against the movie. So, yeah. Yeah. It used to not mean a great thing. Uh, that means don't take your time watching that <laughs> <Right>. movie. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I think it's going to depend. I think all it takes is a couple big ticket movies going straight to demand to really show how that's going to work because you know it doesn't really work if you if your big titles still go to the theaters and your not so big titles just go to video on demand because then it, people are going to go to theaters to go watch the movie that they can't see elsewhere uh, especially i would say when it relates to a marvel or a you look at like the fast and furious franchise like the big ticket movies that get people in the theaters, uh, James Bond, that you, if you give that as a video demand, you'll see how many people rent that out and pay to watch it and maybe rent it twice. Like, I don't know how the renting works. I haven't looked typically if I rent a movie like on Amazon now, you get 24 hours, I think, or 48 hours. And then that's it. You have to, you can't, you have to rent it again or buy it. Um, so I don't know how it works. Like with some of these newer movies, I can only imagine they don't give you that full time limit. Um, Maybe a day. Yeah, um, I think it's 24 hours, stop. yeah. It would make sense, right? You're not going to let them rent it to watch it for that three hours, and then you, you got to rent it again, because no one would do that. That It's unrealistic for me to pause at home or not be able to pause at home. Um, so Although I, that's kind of like how pay-per-view works, right? Like you, yeah. It's not, a, it's not a recorded, so... It's live. I mean, I, you run. <laughs> realistically, I could see them doing something like that, where it's literally a two and a half hour rental, and that's it. I'm glad that it's not, but yeah, I can yeah. see that being a model. Play, yeah, play it well, straight through, even, no pause, no nothing. Yeah. Even pay per view is even transformed. I'd say because uh, I think about back in the late '90s, early thousands, when we get a wrestling uh, pay per view, and if you miss it, you missed it because you ran to the bathroom or did whatever. But now, like with uh, like WWE Network, 
uh, when oh. we were watching it. We would just pause, <laughs> go pause it, do whatever, come back, play. And, yeah. you know, you'd just be behind of where it was live. Yeah. Um, I guess with the invention of the DVRs and everything when that yeah. started, that's yeah. kind of been taking that over where you can kind of pause it and, and yeah, do that kind of thing, even if it's a pay-per-view nowadays. Yeah. And, I, you know, the last thing I'd say on all this, which uh, Universal and AMC, they worked out a deal because uh, I think, I don't remember which one said which, but they weren't going to play their movies in those theaters anymore. Or AMC said they wouldn't play Universal movies because of them going video on demand and skipping the theater. Yep, that's exactly um, what they it was. It was their deal. It was because of Trolls when they came yeah, up when they, they released Trolls. Yeah, they worked out their deal because of that now because they had to, you got to meet the times now. Yep. Um, and I don't know if you guys have seen it. And I, for me looking, there hasn't been news really since May, but Amazon was interested in purchasing AMC. And I was just kind of thinking how that would work with like Amazon being a streaming service like do they they pretty much monopolize that which amazon's trying to do let's be honest right. like they know what they're doing that's why they're uh so why he's the first to be a tr- he's going to be first to be a trillionaire or whatever um so like i was trying to look to see if i saw any more news but like that was a thing back in may that amazon was going to buy amc amc stock increased because of that speculation and i don't think much has happened since but um it's an interesting idea. Uh, probably not one to fully discuss now, but to think about, like, imagine AMC buying a movie theater company, entertainment company, and now they could be like, "Yeah, all these are going straight video on demand through Amazon. Get your Prime memberships, uh, just like Twitch. Look at that, twice, twice in a row, linking it back to a Bring it back around. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. It's just we're going to have to see how this ends up working out for everybody and you know, how much money these studios are going to end up making on, you know, doing it this way during the pandemic. And I think I'm hoping that the universal and AMC model is something that moves forward. Cause I like the idea of not having to wait as long to get some of these movies. If they still go to theaters and, you know, they can still be exclusive to theaters for a few weeks and then, come out onto video on demand as opposed to just going straight to it and yeah, yeah we might see more going we might see more straight to video on demands you know like we used to and that may not mean it's a bad movie like you said i know you know like i i doubt bill and ted face the music is going to be a really great movie <laughs> but i mean people you don't been, say <laughs> uh, people have been excited for it and clamoring for it for years so i mean i think the demand and the the, the hype is there but they're not doing it. a full, you know, theater release. They're doing a, a partial theater release in video on demand right away. So, you know, something to think about that other, you know, other people might do moving forward with their movies. And I think the other big thing is going to be how long can these studios sit on all these movies? Eventually, you have to release some and start making some money. You know, I know we talked oh, yeah. on the bandwagon nerds. You know, like Disney is losing whatever it was, $3 billion or so by not having their their parks open and things like that. They're just billions of dollars yeah. they're losing. Like, eventually you have to start releasing some of these movies you're holding on to. So what are they going to do when they still can't put them out into theaters? To, you know, And you have to kind of go video on demand almost. And I think that may be a trigger to say, like, okay, we've we got to do it. Let's see if it works out for us and makes us some money. And if it does and makes enough 
this may be the new norm, you know, for, for movies. And yeah. I'm really hoping it's, it's some hybrid of that because I do, I would rather, I like going to the movie theaters once in a while. It's nice, you know, to just get out and do something like that. But I'd rather, there's only a handful of movies I'd want to go to the movie theater to watch, you know, like Endgame, I think was the last one I went to. And it was years before I went to another one, you know, uh, before that. So I'd rather watch them here. And I think I'd watch sure. more movies and spend more money watching it at home so i'm really hoping they come up with something better than what the original or current style was of how long you have to wait and and for the releases and stuff like that so yeah that's kind of my take on it but yeah i was going to ask you guys if you guys if you were both people that went to go see a movie more than once or not um because that's part of it too right so like I have seen a handful of movies more than once in theaters. Um, and this like, so looking at it, would you pay for a video on demand twice to watch it again after your 24 hours? You know, um, maybe you're more willing to because you're at home. I don't know. That is cheaper. Um, yeah. And I, I was going to make a comment on your Disney comment about releasing their movies. They're going to wait to release them on Disney Plus when everybody's free Verizon membership goes out like mine. So they can start charging me up the ass to pay for their shit. <laughs> hey, you want to watch the second season of Mandalorian? You got to start paying us. That's what you get. <laughs> oh, shit. The free year is over. Yeah. That's coming up, isn't it? No, we yeah, got I you. Yeah, I think it's uh, uh, is it October or September. October? It's one of them. I don't know. Man, crap! That means I can't uh, I can't steal it off my sister now. I gotta actually buy it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I we were like, wait, we get it free because we're Verizon Unlimited. Yes, what a deal! <laughs> yeah, until we got you by the short hairs, and now we're gonna yeah. charge you. <laughs> yeah, remember that show you really liked when it came out? You want more of that baby Yoda? Yeah. You gotta pay us now. <laughs> Is that right when the Mandalorian's coming out too? That's right. That's uh, a kick I bet it's pants. pretty close to being in line. I would not doubt that. <laughs> That'd be perfect. Yeah, I hope that... it's the day after. Yeah, yeah it should be because that's how you're gonna get me to buy it right away. <laughs> Adam, don't you worry. You're gonna have plenty of reason to buy Disney Plus some uh, soon here. So uh, we yes yes. I watch it enough as it is for Marvel and Star Wars content because of how lazy I am to go find the DVD somewhere to watch those items. I'm like, hey, I can just go to Disney Plus and watch the movie we were talking about watching versus going to find wherever I put the DVD. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I think that's it. I think that'll do it. Any final thoughts? Anything you want to plug while we're here? <laughs> Buy, buy the t-shirt. It's I'll get a great there. T-shirt. All right, we'll start with that. ProWrestlingTees.com slash chair shot. Go get a t-shirt. Support a winner is you. Support bandwagon nerds. Adam's Adam's wearing the current a winner is you shirt right now. I think mine's in the wash. I wore it the other day. Second time. I uh, I wore it the day I got it in the mail, and I'm wearing it today. Nice. I've worn it twice already this week. I washed uh, it, though. I highly um, recommend the premium soft got it right this week yeah there you Ooh. go but adam says the uh just the standard is uh is good as well so you know just uh yeah. i think it's a i think it's your own preference but you know hell buy two you know we got a second shirt coming out by the time you're listening to this i'm hoping it's going to be up and 
you know, buy one of each and, and buy the different styles, and then you can decide which one you like better. And the other one you can burn. I don't know. Ah, we already got your money. It's fine. <laughs> so... I'll just prepare people, uh, you know, with the, uh, with the pandemic and everything else, uh, shipping can take a little longer than maybe you might expect, or you might be used to in the past. So please just be patient with shipping. You know, it, they do have it on the website a couple times just to let you know, like, Hey, this is a problem that we're seeing, but you know, it's not really their fault. So please just be, uh, be patient with that. Uh, we know that shipping times are a little longer than maybe you might expect, but, uh, you know, these are the times. So, uh, that's why you need to buy more shirts all at once. So you might as well right. just get them all at once. So. That's right. Buy them all. Buy buy the uh, bandwagon nerd shirt. Buy the two a winner is you shirts. Hopefully that second one's going to be up soon. I'm talking to you, Greg. You hear me? God damn it! <laughs> and uh, you know, you support Platinum Blast. Support Platinum Blast for their campaign for 2020 and buying their t-shirt. So um, you know, there's good as, we, as good as we can get nowadays. So go for it. And uh, you know. If you if you need reasoning and you need to know what their platform is, go listen to Pod is War, which is out every week, which is Plaid and Belaz going back and forth on different topics, hosted by PC Tunny, my main man from uh, the DWI podcast, my partner. And, uh, you know, why not go listen to DWI podcast, too? That's out every week, and you can follow that on Twitter at Podcast DWI and Facebook.com slash DWI podcast, and go check out TheChairShot.com. That's uh, that's the website where we're on. They got a whole bunch of wrestling stuff and the brand. Well, I shouldn't even say brand new anymore. It's been out for a while now. The entertainment section, where all the sports and all the nerd podcasts are. You can catch Three Man Weave as well on there for your sports. Five Rounds is a uh, is a new one for your UFC stuff. We got the Bandwagon Nerds and of course the winner is you. They were doing movie reviews for Bandwagon Nerds. We do video game reviews for A Winner Is You. There's all sorts of different articles out there. So go check them out. Support your favorite writers. And, of course, I guess A Winner Is You, I should mention, is also on Twitter and Facebook. If you want to follow that, go to at A Winner Is You, the letter U. A Winner Is You. And that's all I got. That's all That's all the plugs. That's That's everything I have on my list. I had to write it all down so I don't forget anymore. <laughs> that's what I do. So that's it. That's it. Nailed it. Do it. We're good. All right. We're good. I'm going to play a little music. Bye, everybody. <laughs> bye, Mom. Okay, bye. Bye, Mom. Bye, Mom. So, you know, just remember I love you. it's dangerous to game alone. Take us. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.